Hey there, and welcome to Day 182 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel titled Don't Forget Your Worth. I'm Andrea, and I'm reaching out at Day 182, which puts us at just about, must be a halfway mark. We're reading 365 miracle stories, one per day this year. Keeping my commitment. (laughs) You guys know I was sick last weekend. I'm like dead dog tired this week and trying to get caught up at work and more clients, which is wonderful. We're so thankful are rolling in. Um, But I also I had one of my designers give her two weeks this morning just because she's going to move to Denver to try and be closer to grandbabies. So I've just had a really stressful day, you guys, like stressful and long, and I'm just tired. But I'm keeping my commitment. I'm going to roll out another story right here. Um, And I hope that it just speaks to you deeply in story. We innately move towards stories and try and find ourselves in them. And it's because we were actually created by a wonderful storyteller, being the Lord, and he the thing that he knew since the beginning and the end that would transcend all time is still the number one best-selling book right now, you guys, since the beginning. (laughs) And still currently the case is the Bible, which is loaded with stories. So I just encourage each one of you to be sharing your stories. People find themselves in your stories and they find closer relationship with their identity and worth um, and who they are in Christ, if you will. So... I encourage each one of you to do the same. That's all that I'm doing is just being a vessel uh, so that you would realize that you truly are the miracle in these miracle stories, uh, that you were created for a purpose and on purpose by someone that just loves you ridiculously much. So that's the biz. You know it. I'm going to start out with a story that's called Out of Sight, Out of Mind. And so it begins. Well, it's just that if they aren't in front of me, I don't think about them is all. I think most men are like that. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. And my best blink, blink, and no, no, damn it all, not dreaming it, stands there at security with 20 pounds of court documents in one hand and eight pounds of documents in the other. But anything, like a text or a call, or, hey, how was the so-and-so? Or maybe really flattering. Take the full day off and tell them you want to spend the whole thing with them. That sort of thing, I said back. You know that's not me. Never has been. My wife that just moved back to Austria, she says the same thing. Why don't you text me more? My parents, when I just saw them at the cabin, they said the same thing. Why don't we hear from you more often? That's just not me. But here's the deal, is that whether you experience love or not, they need some actions that show that you are at least just plain thinking about them. Otherwise, it makes my job even harder trying to please everybody when they tell me, Mama, we were just with him. I can't do this for you. I can't please them and please you at the same time right now. So I need your help in this. Well, I don't know what to tell you other than that's just not me. It won't happen. It's 3.30 in the morning, and I am chained to the zigzags on the ugly comforter, hotel, hotel comforter, just waiting to rest in the dim lamplight. Oh, geez, you guys, I got that so wrong. It's 3.30 in the morning, and I am chained to the zigzags on the ugly hotel comforter, 
just wanting to rest in the dim lamplight. I can't. I want to, and I want to sleep. But the rest could be the difference between the win. Keep going. My highlighters and post-its, stapler and calculator sit among piles of exhibits, and I realize, I'll realize there is just too much. Father God, how on earth did I ever, ever get here? Ugly comforter, cheap carpeting, a lonely lamp, all preparing for an all-night fight. Meanwhile, families are vacationing, parties being held, cigarettes enjoyed by guests on the landing and children rushing the hallways to the hotel pool. I walk by the smiling people and smile right big back, carrying my documents like a life preserver that can save my sweet family from drowning. What if they can't? I buried my tears in that ugly comforter, sobbing, only completely silent, tummy muscles clenched, mouth completely stiff, wrenching in utter pain. For the love, it's the middle of the night. Maybe, just maybe, if I can get this long old ugly cry out before morning, I will be all dried up and ready to go for court. I've got this. Just give me a 4 a.m. moment here. I'll be good in a minute. Okay, maybe two minutes. But my heart is broken. Father God, where is all of this pain coming from? Father God, what am I even fighting for? What if I can't get them what they want? What happens then? It's shame. I chose him. They didn't. Over and over it's shame. Father, did I choose him or did you? Anybody who says that the Heavenly Father is the only daddy that they need needs to befriend a box of Cracker Jacks over me right now. I mean, I know, you know, it sounds so Christianly lovely, but it lives so lonely at the moment is all. And then it says, caution in capital letters with a colon, work in progress, brutally honest, give me time. I am mourning, I am healing, I am growing. Because there just is something about the in-person hug, Jesus. When my children are away from me, feel sorry for the dog. I hug his squishy little head off. I'm sure that if Griffin could speak, he would just be like, lady, enough, like no one to quit a good thing, right? I cannot not have that outlet to let all of that excess love overflow and spill out all over the place. Dakota is six foot five, and yet, yet that young man, he knows to yield to his mama's kisses. They're just flat going to happen, so he knows to just sit back and take them. Incoming, you know? And just as I just can't love, can't love, how is it that I can't help but love all ridiculous all over the place? How ironic would Father be that I would end up yoked to the furthest opposite extreme from me? Does extreme neglect breed a bleeding heart? Were you simply just creating your compassionate heart through pain? Jesus, does your biggest compassion come in our weeping? Jesus, did you plan all of this for me? 
for my children, for us, for you and me? Just because Jesus is loving all of the time doesn't mean that everything that he does feels loving at the time. He only sees an alpha and omega beginning and end. It's you and I that live every day trying to interpret the what's going on middle. No alpha, no omega, just the unfair what the hell middle. That's what trust is, though. To worship a God that allows suffering and trials as a part of a larger, infinite, perfect plan. That right there in the middle is where we show him our trust, that we believe he is loving and good all of the time, all of the time. Sitting right smack dab in the pit where Jesus is like, I am the only one that could ever possibly get you out of there, but I need to hear your sugar words. The sugar words. (laughs) The sugar words. The sugar words. I've had aggressive cancer before. I was pregnant. I needed healing. I know what those sugar words are, and they will surprise you. The sugar words are all over in the Bible, but only few will enter that gate. Do you know his sugar words? Trust him. Trust him entirely, especially in the trials. He is good. He is good. He is just so great. But especially, especially in those trials, your trials, he already won. So trust him. Trust him entirely. Jesus for the win. Trust him. Trust him in every last thing. With Jesus, you've already won. I love you. There are scriptures here at the bottom, which I just adore. I'm going to read them to you. The first reference point reads, Not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. That's from Romans 5, 3 through 5. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And that's James 1, verse 2. Blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed from the Beatitudes found in Matthew 5. So there's so much miracle in here, if we can really kind of unpack it and peel it apart. But the thing is, is I don't want my miracles to be your miracles. Do you know what I mean? I want your miracles to be more personal with the Lord. Like I can tell you easily, easily, so many miracles have happened since I wrote this. It looks like I wrote this piece back in 2015. And it's unbelievable to me. Like even just the growth and relationship with the Lord and understanding that, yes, He did plan for this person. Yes, he did plan for those hard things. Yes, he did plan for some of that neglect. You know, I just, those are the harder things, but they're so important to understanding and fostering really great relationship with the Lord and your ability to just trust him even in those hard things. 
And so I want him to just kind of speak into those spaces and places within your stories um, that you might just find your value and worth there is so much greater than what we see here. It absolutely is so much greater. And if you saw that in those scriptures, it says hope does not put us to shame. It doesn't. That, that does not glorify the Lord. To glorify meaning to make famous. Hope does not put us to shame. And I love that to pieces because, of course, I still, like I say, the irony that I would have ended up with something so complete opposite. I'm just now learning about. I'm even actually, I'm just coming into the influence of someone that's teaching me about polarization and depolarization and understanding the, the battle at hand between darkness and light is a very, very, very real thing. It's a very real thing. And so I'm still learning, you guys. Like, I, I'm still learning and trying to understand. Um, but at the very root of it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like I say here ago, what really, really, really matters is that I feel ridiculously loved by the Lord and that I'm able to share that ridiculous love to you guys so that you too will know the miracle that you are that was created for a purpose that only you can fulfill here. Um, that is the miracle that's really at store. So I want you to think over this piece a little bit. Um, I'm glad that I read it right before the weekend because it is a hearty one. I can't even wait to see what he's going to have me read tomorrow. But I'll be chatting at you then. Just have a great rest of the evening and I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, take care.